What is up, dude? Happy Wednesday, y'all. August 17th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 386 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. And I love you guys. Yins guys and gals, I should say. And that's all. I just, I just want to say I love you guys and gals. And I hope you're having an amazing Wednesday, hump day. Life is good. Pittsburgh Steelers football, Jacksonville Jaguars coming up this Saturday. And man, there's just so much to talk about. And we're going to start by discussing the first set of cuts to the 90-man roster. Not much to write home about, but they moved from 90 to 85. And if you were anticipating some type of major moves here, uh, it just didn't happen. But there were two injuries that I wanted to discuss, and that was um, injuries to Carl Joseph, the safety who was with the team toward the end of the season last year, and wide receiver Anthony Miller. Both went on the reserved injured list on Tuesday, and both are done for the year. So there was hope. I know I had hope for Carl Joseph and what he'd be able to contribute, uh, but now he is done, and Anthony Miller, who showed a lot of promise in the beginning of camp, got injured, missed that first preseason game, and now he is done. So uh, sad for those guys. Uh, you know, wish them nothing but the best in their recovery, um, you know, but sour news here on this Wednesday. In terms of the roster moves made to get down to 85, again, nothing too really newsworthy or earth shattering, but they waived defensive tackle Doug Costin, tackle Jake Dixon. If you remember, he's the local Pittsburgh kid out of Duquesne, guard Chris Owens and punter Cameron Nizalik. So they are all gone. And with the open spot that they had on the roster, they did sign another offensive lineman out of San Diego State. He signed as an undrafted rookie free agent with the Eagles back after the draft. His name is William Dunkel. Again, he's a guard. So they added to the offensive line. Next up for the team will be to drop down to 80 from 85 to 80. They'll have to do that next Tuesday by four o'clock, and then they have to get down to their 53-man roster on August 30th. So things are heating up. Again, five players is not that much, but next Tuesday, we will have uh, a little bit better, eh, kind of a a fractional idea of who's going to make this roster, but it will be on August 30th when we really do have a clear idea of who is going to make it. Something interesting from practice yesterday, training camp practice in Latrobe, was that Jalen Warren was getting snaps as the backup runner. I love it. And um, again, I hope that Warren makes this team and is able to overtake Benny Snell as the number two runner, make Benny Snell expendable. Can he do it? We'll have to see. What can he offer in terms of special teams? I don't recall any special teams snaps for Warren on Saturday. Don't know if he's that type of player. 
but that could help him in terms of trying to make this team. So again, Jalen Warren continues to make some noise. He's getting the reps that were slated for Snell. Snell's dealing with an injury right now. We'll have to continue to monitor that and see how it plays out. I wrote an article this morning on the still study. If you haven't checked it out, please do so, in which I get into discussing the quarterback position and whether or not there really is an open competition at the position. I know Mike Tomlin is saying all the right things, that it is an open competition. But basically, I wanted to put my thoughts out there. I've talked about it a lot on the study and on the Still Study podcast, even on the Still City Insider podcast with Wexel this past weekend. You know, we, we talked about it a little bit. But here's here's my take. If there truly was an open quarterback competition and they felt confident and comfortable in what Mason Rudolph provides, if they felt like he was the guy, then why would you go out and sign a player who has 50 game starting experience? Why would you sign him to a two-year deal? I'm talking about Mitch Trubisky. So that's one part of the equation. The second part of the equation, if you feel confident that this guy can come in and play for you, then why do you draft a quarterback with your first round selection at pick number 20? Now, it's one thing if you're just drafting a guy in the first round, that makes sense because you're looking for your franchise quarterback. But to draft a quarterback and decide sign a free agent who has a ton of experience, I'll be honest with you, if I'm making an inference and drawing conclusions here, there is no open competition. This job, starting job is Mason, not Mason Rudolph, it's Mitch Trubisky's, and Kenny Pickett is going to be the next man up. If the Steelers felt confident in what Mason Rudolph provided, if they, if they felt like he was the guy, or if they felt like he could even compete, then why wouldn't they have just drafted Kenny Pickett? I think to, to shorten this story for all of you, Come the opener against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati, Mitch Trubisky is going to be your starter. Kenny Pickett's going to be your number two. He is not going to be behind Mason Rudolph, barring some monumental collapse, which we haven't seen anything to make us believe that that's going to happen with Kenny Pickett. And I do believe, even though Omar Khan said on the record that he can't foresee a trade happening at the position for the Steelers, I'm still of the belief that. Rudolph will be shipped off for maybe a six-round pick. He, he is playing well this preseason. He did play well in the game against the Seahawks. Maybe he is engendering some positivity from other teams. Maybe some other teams are inquiring. And the other thing to keep in mind is the most important position on the team is quarterback. If a team has an injury at that position during training camp, they want somebody who can come in and play. So I'm not wishing injury on any team's quarterback. That's not what I'm saying. But these things happen. They're an unfortunate part of the NFL. If it does happen and somebody is QB desperate, you can guarantee they will come calling for Mason Rudolph. But regular season, Mitch Trubisky's one, Kenny Pickett's two, Oladokun practice squad. Now, here's the question. If Mason Rudolph is shipped off, for a draft pick, do they sign 
a free agent quarterback, a journeyman to be the number three? That will be an interesting proposition, an interesting question, because while I thought Oladokun would serve as the number three at the outset, (sighs) to have two rookie quarterbacks as your number two and number three, that might be pressing it a little bit. So then the question would be, do they sign a mid-tier or bottom-level free agent quarterback? So again, just wanted to get those thoughts down on paper. If you haven't read the article, give it a look. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. Because you know that I appreciate Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings. Again, it is Wednesday. We are just a few days away from the contest against the Jaguars on Saturday. Looking forward to that very much. I believe that I read that Kenny Pickett is going to get the second set of snaps after Trubisky. And then Mason Rudolph, good sign for Pickett. But life is good, man. Steelers football here, game number two. And remember, there's only three games this year. So this is a shortened preseason because of the extended regular season. So let's get excited, man. Football is back. Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Jackson ja- Jacksonville Jaguars this Saturday, 7 p.m. Lots of coverage coming your way from the still study. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 387 of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to you. Would love to connect with you. We could do that three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Wex. It's linked in the show notes. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget about the donut button. If you don't know what the donut button is, then you haven't been listening. Anyway, you know I love yins, guys and gals. I hope you have a phenomenal Wednesday. Peace. Make it a great day.